0: Anticipate Media proudly presents another episode of the Neat Creative Brief Podcast. This is episode 11 for May 2nd, 2016. This is your host, Paul Antico, and I'm here to give you all the latest news and information from, I don't know, the last month. Uh, Thank you for joining us. This is an episode called Nabbed, N-A-B-B-E-D, and it's about NAB show 2016 and... What I saw and what I didn't see and so forth. Uh, A few show notes. I am selling the Sony FS7. Uh, Package is approximately $10,000. Includes like eight, eight cards and multiple batteries and a shape handle and top plate. Now you may wonder why I'm doing this. Well, there's two reasons. First of all, I have four cameras. I don't need four cameras. I have the FS5, which has been fixed and has turned out to be a very nice camera, but will become the equivalent if not better than the FS7 for cinema quality when the RAW, $600 RAW upgrade comes out in June. Uh, works will work with the existing Shogun, as well as all the new Shoguns, Flame and, I don't know, Ultra Flame, Scorcher, Rocket, whatever the fuck names they got. Um, it will still work with the a current Shogun at 24 and 30p. Um, RAW to ProRes. Uh, with uh, you know, S-Log <clears throat> on it. So all those people that bought a Shogun, you can get your uh, ProRes. If you want Cinema DNG, that has not been released yet for the Shogun original. I don't know if it's ever going to be, um, but uh, the last I heard from Atomos is it would, in fact, be. So with the combination of that raw upgrade, which allows 60p, by the way, um, 4K out of that camera, and uh, I believe uh, 240 frames per second continuous, or maybe 120, I'm not sure. The camera becomes a viable option as an A-cam, so I'm going to keep it for that. It's also great for running and gunning, um, uh, doco style, so I'm going to keep it for that, uh, now that they've fixed it. I also have the a7R 2 which is a wonderful camera, and will record for you know hours on end without shutting off. It, uh, it's great, so I'm keeping that. I just want to make a note, and I learned this at NAB, the Genus ND filter sucks. It's got too much of a color um, cast to it. I have the Genus Ultra ND or something like that, or Genesis, what stupid name they got for it. Um, It it imparts a color cast. So I broke a a Tiffin Variable ND, an 82 mil, I think, and um, it got fused onto a a step-up ring. So I liked the design of the Genus because it's easy to separate if it gets stuck to a ring, unfortunately, um, the the genesis is, is is lousy visually. So I have another Tiffin variable ND coming, and uh, I have to get some better step up rings. If anybody has any suggestions on like really quality step up rings that won't jam up, um, let me know. If you have any tips, I've heard you can put a little oil on them, but I gotta think figure out something because I really do need the variable ND for the A seven R two and you know every other camera in the world that doesn't. Have ND and I don't want to put a matte box on, like a you know, like a red. As far as NAB goes, I hadn't been in about five years. I stopped in Los Angeles first to see some friends. Uh, it was uh, I went to uh, Santa Monica and Malibu. Um, I probably will come back later this year to uh, to to do some work and and network again. It was probably uh, one of the best weekends of my life to just reconnect with people and see the sun setting on the West Coast and just be part of that whole vibe. I will never forget it. Um, but uh, then I went to Vegas and uh, for NAB. I really went to see some close personal friends in the business, Mick Jones of uh, Filthy Look Films and, um, and his whole crew, there, uh, shout outs to Linda Ung and, and, uh, Simon Kolodin, and if I screwed up your last name, you can smack me next time I see you, and, uh, Sarah Stella, and that whole crew there, and also Steve Weiss from Zakuto. spent a lot of time with him, funny guy, uh, Jens, yeah, those guys from Zakudos, I can't say, Zakuto. can't say enough good things about their product, and enough good things about them personally, they're really, truly good people that, that support the little indie film industry that's really, um, uh, uh, in a, a lot of ways, a, a pimple on the ass of Hollywood. And, um, you know, they help make us shine. So, a lot of shout outs to them. Also, Eric Kessler, Kessler Crane, Chris Beller. Um, saw a lot of the, those guys again. I hadn't seen them in years. Nobody recognized me because I had lost uh, some weight since I'd been there. So, that was nice. Um, kind of saw everybody and just uh, connected with everybody. There's so many people I, I, I saw that I couldn't, I, I networked, especially at the Kessler industry party which was, was conveniently located in my hotel. I had to leave the next morning at 5 a.m. on a flight, so that was nice that it was all like, kind of right there. God smiles on us in mysterious ways. He certainly smiled on me on this trip, let me tell you. Get <laughs> um, me out of trouble. Anyway, <laughs> oh boy. Um, so um, I met uh, or saw a lot of people again there, are a lot of people. Um, I, I can't even remember all the names. A few stick out, Bruce Logan, uh, the visual effects supervisor from Star Wars and DP on many famous films, uh, legend, including um, Fear and Loathing Las Vegas, um, spent some time talking with him uh, for the whole weekend. That was great. Um, met uh, Eric Nasso from EricNasso.com. I've mentioned him a bunch of times, and I finally get to meet the guy, and he was fantastic. Um, met uh, a great guy. You need to rent from this company, uh, Glenn from digital logic in Sydney if you're from Sydney yeah just just go do that uh, James Cottle from um, NBC oh and a drink coupon just popped out of my wallet from uh, that castle party that's funny um, okay I could, I could throw that out now Jim it was great to see you Adam Paricio, um a great guy on um, uh, from Canada uh, so many so many people the whole crew news shooter Dan Chung. Matt Allard, Philip, just just a lot of people, so uh, nice to see everybody there, and if I missed your name, oh, a big shout out to Learning Video, Dave Dugdale, who actually came by the Red booth on purpose to see me, and we talked for a while about what we were looking at then as a Red Raven, Um, very, very good guy, tall, didn't expect him to be that tall, but um, Great guy in person, great guy on his uh, shows, um, just a great guy in general. You don't see too much of that in Hollywood anyway, which is a smile on your face and backstabbing the back. And it's just nice to see this community really come together. And um, I I was the only one from Boston representing. So next time, uh, Rick McCumber and crew, get your ass over there, please. Nobody else was there. Not even Ben Consoli from Go Creative Show, the old Neat Creative Podcast. He was busy. Everybody was was there. Uh, Wasn't there. Um, from Boston. So I was there. I represented, represent, and um, we had a good time. And that's basically it. Like that's it. We had a good time. I went there to network and see people. When you put faces to to voices and you see people, there's like a permanent connection that's made. You never forget it. Um, when I came back and saw all these people again, it was like I hadn't seen them. It's like I had seen them last week. It was kind of amazing that we just jumped into it like I had been, I had seen them three days ago. It's stunning. Uh, same thing with my friends in LA, Bruce uh, Birnbaum in particular, Mick. Um, again, you know, just great to see these guys. And, uh, you know, you don't skip a beat. It's like you've been friends with them forever. Strangest thing how karma works that way. Um, the NAB show itself, I have nothing to tell you. I spent one day on the show floor. I did not go free- see my friends at Sony. <laughs> um, learned a lot about how that company operates, though, and uh, that's—I I don't want to say I'm selling the FS7 because of Sony being Sony. That's not the case at all. But I still have a lot of Sony products, and I love them. But if I had to replace the FS7 with something else, I think I'd definitely go with the Red Raven. Similar price. They're for a total shoot ready-to-go package. They are a similar price. Um, I spent a lot of time at the Red booth talking to, um, he's not in my region, but uh, one of their sales reps there, um, Nick Hayes, road warrior for Pacific Northwest region. He was there. And um, I um, was really um, blown away by that camera. I mean, Red, you know what you're getting. Lots of major television shows, and of course, Hollywood films are shot on the thing. The Red Dragon sensor is phenomenal. Everything about it is great. The Raven as uh, engine based on the DSMC2 platform, I think they call it, is ready to go. It's 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 um, It actually records ProRes proxies, 2K proxies in camera. It's a 4.5K sensor. The big question, the $100,000 question about this camera was, well, it's a crop of the crop. So, first of all, there's a permanent Canon mount. Who cares? I got all Canon glass anyway, except for the few Sonys I use on the side. It's a permanent Canon mount. Whoop-de-doo. But some people, that's important to interchange. But everything else fits normally and kind of goes in the package because it's the same kind of body system and structure as the weapon and the dragon and, you know, all those latest model cameras. Um The image, concerned about the image. Uh, I asked them what it was rated at, uh, the sensor. They won't answer because it's not really technically rated because it's raw, blah, 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 blah. But uh, roughly 320 to 1600, 1250-ish, you can shoot clean, like really clean. So that's nice. Um, The crop of the sensor. For some reason, I walked in there thinking it was like a 2X crop. So they took this Dragon sensor, right, then in the Scarlet W, which is, um, you know, the guy says the weaponized dragon scarlet or whatever, however the, these names they got, that is um, a, uh, a Super 35 crop. And when you go to this, the Red Raven, it is a 1.1 crop off the Super 35 crop. Now, I don't know how to explain that. You can get there. They have an app you can download and look at it and kind of figure it out. But, you know, what you're getting essentially is like 2% of the frame cut off from the Super 35 um, aspect ratio. In other words, practically speaking, to cover the same image in the frame, have the same frame as a Super 35 camera, you might have to move back, you know, six inches. Two inches, three inches, maybe a foot, you know, depending on your focal length. In other words, it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't change anything. Your depth, your field of view is virtually the same. Your uh, you know depth of field calculations are almost the same. It's almost identical. Like it's just a little bit off. It's really it's really really close. Um, and it shoots 120 frames per second, 4.5K full sensor window. In other words, there's no crop on that. Um, now it's not good for everything. The FS7 I, I think is much more maybe more uh, capable in low light. Uh, a lot of people don't want to deal with Red files and so forth. Uh, although they're really pretty, you know, you can around a decent compression ratio. They're pretty lightweight now for computers these days. Um, it's very the it, the 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 storage is very expensive. Um, it's like a thousand dollars I think or eight hundred dollars for a hundred and twenty gigabyte Red Mag, which is, I'm sorry, Red, I love you, but that's a fucking joke. But um, if you have to accept that, you know, ass. Uh, I mean, highway robbery. Then um, you know it's rock solid media, and you can get roughly at recommended compression ratios. I asked them roughly an hour. I think it was off of one mag, and they recommend you get two, so you can offload one while you do the other. Um, a ready to shoot package with the Red Raven, including a handle and uh, a V-lock uh, battery back. Um, where where you also have ins and outs with SDI and HDMI, and uh, I believe you can put XLRs in as well, although they're not on the body or anything. But there's three and a half um, millimeter jacks anyway to get some scratch audio in there, and kind of everything you need: the top monitor, touchscreen, everything you need to shoot. Media um, interfaces built into the camera, a reader, the whole or everything but the reader. Whole nine yards is about ten thousand dollars in. Uh so maybe you're looking at twelve thousand dollars for like a solid package with a few extra mags and a couple batteries. And that's roughly two thousand dollars or so less uh or more than you would pay for a similar FS seven package. So, you know, for kind of passion projects if you have money, or uh, you know, cinema like projects, or even the form factor was good. It was light enough that I could hand hold this thing no problem. There's no viewfinder on it, but I had no problem hand-holding it, or I could throw it it on a Zacuto universal plate and get that. It is pretty fucking good. It's pretty good. Now, I was going to buy it, but I have to face the fact, uh, financials, I am a producer primarily. Yes, I do shoot, um, and I love shooting, but I'm not a shooter. Um, I'm good at it, but I'm not a shooter. I am primarily a producer and editor. And I'm a Finnish editor or rough cut editor. I don't like to do the whole thing. I send that off. So, because I got to live my life and focus on my health and my happiness. And, uh, you know, over the last couple of years, I've lost like 110 pounds. And I've muscled up and I'm going to uh, run a Spartan race and all that. And I'm spending time with the family and so forth. And I have my full-time Homeland Security job. So, it's like, you know, when do I have time to shoot and shoot and edit and shoot? All that? I don't. I produce. I have a set of uh, proposals I have to get out soon, actually, for a major client um, in the state. And uh, I produce. So I take a producer's fee, a producer's cut, and I will, to save money, I will rent the gear out to myself. And the production include that in the price of the the project proposal. And I will also uh, shoot to save the cost of a shooter. But I can only run one camera at once. And the uh, A7R two is a great gimbal cam, so that's two. And then everyone else I hire has an FS7 or can get one, or they got an F5 or something. Like I don't need another camera, or and I can probably get a Raven or someone with a Raven or Red pretty easily. Day rate in Boston is you know, and it, it depends on the person's experience and what gear they have, but it might be anywhere from six hundred to a thousand plus. With gear, what the fuck do I need the camera for? I don't. So if you're interested, Paul, excuse me, Paul at AnticipateMedia.com, let me know. Um, It's a good package and it has mostly just been rented out because I tended to use the smaller cameras anyway. Uh, The a7R two in particular for a documentary I've been shooting for a while. And uh, and then when the FS5 came, I used that a lot more because of the form factor. So I don't need the FS7. Wonderful camera. I love it. But with the RAW upgrade announced by Sony, $600 coming soon, um, I don't need it anymore. Um, but there are people that need that, that don't want to have a recorder slapped onto it, that don't want to have to deal with RAW and all that bullshit and Atomos. And it's kind of a pain in the ass. You just want something that's perfect, ready to go. It's a Sony F5, F55 almost, in a box uh, for cheap. It's a wonderful camera. I love it very much. I just don't need it. So uh, my, my loss is your gain. Same goes with the DJI Inspire 1 Pro. I'm done with it. Uh, It's become too uh, dangerous to fly anywhere anymore. I'd rather get a little phantom to just have fun with that for personal use and hire you people that are pilots to do the rest under a certificate of exemption or just get a drone company that has a COE and let them deal with it for my shots. And I will do that for my next production. I want some drone shots in there, but I'm not going to deal with it. Let someone else deal with it. So... The Inspire Pro, Pro 1 package with four batteries is for sale. Um, these will go on eBay eventually, but right now I'm just talking about it. If you're interested, contact me, Paul, paulanticipatemedia.com. Um, that was it, really. NAB had no major announcements or anything, just firmware upgrades. Oh, the FS5 is going to get auto ND, which is nice. That's like auto exposure, but all it changes is the ND and your aperture and shutter rate changes that stay the same. That's fucking awesome, magical can't wait for that. That comes out for free in June. Um, I was reminded on this trip um, how important it is that we tell stories. Um, the stories are universal, I think, and they're retold over and over again, and how people, um, the stories of people and their experiences shape us and move us. We have limited time in this life, and it's important to live and what we all do, take pretty pictures and document it, with whatever gear we have. I mean, all the gear is It's all set. You never the, the next camera might be a little bit of this, a little bit of that, but basically, I mean, you're good. 4K, you're good for 20 years now. It's like the camera doesn't matter anymore. It's you that matters, the filmmaker that matters, the passion that matters. And on this trip, I was reminded by seeing all these people again and having the experiences I did of how important passion and living is in life. Don't ever give up your passion for something better because you can get there. You might need to find the right partners to make that happen. It might be impossible to do yourself, but don't ever stop believing. Like Journey, right? And the new guy in Journey even sings better than the old guy. <laughs> but don't stop believing in your passion. I saw an incredible video on Vimeo called Him Plus Her uh, which reminded me of honesty in filmmaking. Now, in and of itself, it's, it's a nicely shot piece. It's an FS7 piece. It's well acted. It's well written. It's you know love story. You've seen a thousand of them, and this probably has been told a million times too. But the uh, original composition and the style in which it was shot and the voices of the character and the moments and the pauses to let you think about what you've just seen and the actual situation depicted in the film, which I've lived myself, um, I thought it was fascinating. So I want to give a shout out to Him Plus Her. Uh, it is on Vimeo. It's Plus, by the way. So Him Plus Her, and I will I will just put it in the show notes. Um, but it 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 reminded me of 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 why we do what we do, which is you know love for art, love for people's experiences. You know, the world is on fire every day. I see it in my job when I read these intel reports and so forth. It's really, really bad out there, but there's a lot of good out there. And when you see the faces of people at NAB, all these people storytellers dedicated to putting the human experience out on film, well, digital, whatever we call it these days, visuals. Um, it really makes you feel good that you're involved in this business. Um, it it needs, makes you feel good about the need to cre- be creative. Um, that's why I started this show. And for me, also the need to be passionate. Because if you are not out there grabbing your dreams, then you are not living. Wow, that's some deep shit, huh? Sorry. <laughs> but that's what NAB was about for me. That's what uh, Vegas and LA was about. It was about connecting and uh, networking and being real and that's not a lot, it's not, you don't see that often in show business, and it's good to see people out there that are uh, are still like that. So thank you, everybody, that I met. I really am, enjoyed the conversations. Thank you all for what you do in enhancing uh, our lives and uh, helping all us, uh, all of us communicate better. The cameras are out there. The gear is out there. All the tools are out there. J- just go use them, and um Take some time to 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 take in the sunsets and the sunrises and the looks, and the eyes of your characters and the, the feelings in your belly when you write these things out and 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 your family members and friends and you know just take a moment to uh, to live a little bit because it will come out in your art. I know it will in mine. That's all I got. May second, twenty sixteen. Peace.